Today on Building in Faith with Pastor Ed Jones. Building in Faith. When you walk with God, you're going in His direction. You're going to walk with Him. There is a direction to your life. There is a meaning, a purpose. There's rhyme and there's reason. You've chosen that road that most often is not chosen. That's, uh, that's what happens in the life of a believer. When you choose to go that direction, instead of a troublemaker, you're a peacemaker. Reaching up high with arms open wide we see changing our lives so we can be our hands and feet. When did our decision to live a life of faith happen? Was it during a crisis or in a blessing? Either way, at some point we have to make a choice to walk with God and live by faith. In today's study, Pastor Ed will teach us that when we choose to walk with God, there is a direction and a destination for us. Walking by faith is listening to God's voice and His Word. Our lives become God-centered. Therefore, we can be confident in any circumstance that our destination is heaven. Now here's Pastor Ed with today's message entitled, The Faith of Enoch. Building in faith. We will have faith in God's declaration. Uh, Throughout the scripture, God tells us to come to him. Throughout the scripture, God invites us to come to him. Throughout the scripture, God wants us to come to him. It says that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. God has said over and over again to us, if we seek him with all of our hearts, we will find him. If we turn our hearts towards him, we will meet with him. You know the passage of scripture that we talk over and over again in our congregation about? We've watched it fulfilled. We're watching it being fulfilled. In Jeremiah 29, 11, 13, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. That's what God has been doing all through this journey. We started off the journey saying, God, we want to follow you. And God said, okay, take a step of faith. Well, God, that's risky. You know who I am. And you know if you seek me, I'll meet you. And God God met us, providing for us financially, the selling of properties that were an absolute miracle. And then when we take this giant step of faith to renovate the building without furniture, well, we were going to bring the furniture from over here. All of a sudden said, okay, my children, you believed. I'm going to bless you. And what he did was provide furnishings well over $200,000 to furnish here at our church to furnish Casper killed. We had so much, we had to give it away to churches, to organizations. See, God never comes up short. But then God says to us in the midst of it, okay, I did my part. 
Will you believe me and will you trust me? Because the walk of faith means that you have to learn to trust God. And he calls us to sacrifice. So we give sacrificially. We work sacrificially. We serve sacrificially. And he meets us. And he meets us. And he meets us. He gives us the opportunity to be a part of his great plan. So we believe what he says in his word. It says in the scripture, then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek for me with all your heart. The point is this. When you hit a hard place, a difficult place, don't stop praying. Now, when you pray, do listen, because God does speak. God does show you, this is the way, walk in it. This is what I want you to do. And oftentimes, he doesn't show you until you get to the corner. No, I I thought I was going to make a left turn. No, 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 you make a right turn. This is where I want you to go. This is what I want you to do. And as we're... Praying with a listening heart. God promises to direct our steps. Amazing things happen when you seek God knowing that his word is true. He will reward you all along the journey. It may be difficult, and at times it is, but he gives you joy. It may be a storm, but he gives you peace. It may be dark, but he is that lamp unto your feet, that light unto your way. Every step of the way, he rewards those who seek him. He won't come up short for you. He will fulfill everything he said. See, being a Christian means that your life is not only begun in faith, It's maintained and sustained by faith. The just shall live by his faith, by her faith. Every step of the way, God is saying, lean on me, trust in me. Well, God, there's some water there. Well, either I'll open the Red Sea for you, or you'll walk on the water, but you'll get through it. You'll get through it. Trusting God is an example of faith. And so those who will walk in faith, the faith that pleases God, first they believe in God's self-revelation, that he exists, that he is who he says he is. And then they don't stop. They say, I'm going to knock because God promises to open the door. I'm going to seek because God promises I'll find. I'm going to pursue because God said, if you seek me, you will find me. I mean, someone in the house must know what I'm talking about. Someone must know that in a dark moment you prayed, in a difficult time you sought him, and God just stepped in, and it all changed. And it does when he comes in. Now, there's something else that happens with this walk of faith. Everyone who will walk the walk of faith, you'll have a testimony. You'll be a witness. I'm using the message translation of Hebrews 11.5, where it says, 
by an act of faith, Enoch skipped death completely. I know some of you are praying for that. That's the rapture for us. For Enoch and Elijah, it was a translation right to heaven. Two Old Testament characters. They looked over, they looked all over and couldn't find him because he had been taken. We know on the basis of reliable testimony that before he was taken, he pleased God. If you walk by faith, people will know it. It just, it communicates. If you walk by faith, people will see it in your life. You don't have to tell it. They'll see it. I think about the embodiment of the message because you could see in the text for before he was taken up, he was known as a person who pleased God. Now, that's an incredible statement when you think about it because you have to go back to the book of Genesis, the fifth chapter, and when you go back to the book of Genesis, the fifth chapter, you discover that paradise was truly lost. It was a a terrible time, a difficult time. There was a spiritual apostasy. There was disobedience. There was all sorts of immorality. There were all sorts of, well, it looked like today. It was filled with difficulties. But what happened is Enoch began to embody a message. Why would people say Enoch walks with God? Well, he was going in a different direction than the world was going. They were going one way, he was going another way. Uh, why would they say Enoch walks with God? They could sense a presence about him. They sensed that uh, he had the companionship of the divine, that the presence of God was with him. Now you know when someone's walking with God, you sense the glory. You sense the presence. You sense the confidence. You sense the peace. You, you sense Jesus with him. And so to walk with God embodies a message. We become the message. We become a sermon. All of our, life is, all of our lives are saying something. If you were in Hebrews 11, what would your testimony of faith be? I mean, if you made that hall of fame in Hebrews 11, what would it be? What would it look like? Well, for Enoch, people knew the favor of God was on him. Why did that happen in Enoch's life? The favor of God. Uh, look at the way God answers the favor of God. The pleasure of God. Here's a man who walks with God. What message sums up your life? What message would sum up who you are? You know how we do that in eulogies. How oftentimes I'll look through a person's Bible and see what verses they underlined or see what notes they wrote in. I'll talk to the family, and the family will share with me characteristics, maybe a favorite statement, maybe things that they were involved in. All of those things 
embody who they were. And at a funeral service, you, in the eulogy, want to capture who they were as a person. Think about what would the message of your life be? Not only do we embody the message, but he went to, well, and we all have to, in the book of Jude, he proclaimed the message. In the book of Jude, it says, Enoch, the seven from Adam, prophesied about these men. See, the Lord is coming with thousands upon thousands of his holy ones to judge everyone and convict all ungodly of all ungodly acts they have done in an ungodly way. And all the harsh words ungodly sinners have spoken against him. See, what Enoch was doing, think about this. Enoch prophesied a coming judgment. Now, the flood would come centuries later. There was that judgment. But he saw literally millenniums ahead. He saw Jesus breaking through the eastern sky with an army of angels and an army of the saints of God coming back. He had a prophetic vision of the future. What keeps you in the present is what you know about the future. What he knew about the future was that Jesus Christ, that God, was going to come back and right every wrong and judge every man. So Enoch was saying, I'm living for that day. Now that day was going to be a while, a while off. We're still waiting for it. But that's how you walk by faith. You walk by faith by living for the day when Christ is coming. He came the first time and he's going to come a second time. That's his promise. Faith does that. And he proclaimed the message. The message of God's judgment. Now his son Methuselah lived the longest in the Old Testament and he died the very year that the flood came. It's interesting that he was a preacher of righteousness. Now I know, I know, I know. It's very hard and it's getting increasingly more difficult to preach righteousness in this generation that's sliding down the cesspool of sin. But nevertheless, faith helps you to proclaim the truth about God. Your faith helps you proclaim righteousness. And that's exactly what he's doing. He is a witness for God. So a life that pleases God is a life that believes God. It believes his self-revelation. It believes that if you seek him, you'll find him, that he's true to his word. He's true to his declarations. They're his promises. Faith is a witness because it embodies the truth. As you walk with God, you become like him. It rubs off on you. And you begin to speak his thoughts and his ways to a generation yet to come. Now, the final thing that I want you to see in the text is this. We will walk with God. The life of faith means you'll believe God. It means you'll be a witness for God. But it also means you'll walk with God. In the message translation, verse 24 of Genesis 5 Enoch walked, I like this, steadily 
with God. Like that. He walked steadily with God. Something happened in his life. There was a decision that he made. There was a decision that he had to walk with God. Our decision in Genesis 5, 21 to 22, says this. Now, he was 65 years old. They all lived pretty long there. They didn't go to the gym. They didn't eat health foods. But God ordained that they would live long, long lives. They lived centuries. And so they, uh, I'm not against, I need to go to the gym and I need to eat well. <laughs> but, and we all do. But what I am saying is God ordained that they would live before the flood a longer lifespan. And here at 65, he has his first child, Methuselah. Now, I don't know what happened. Maybe he held that child in his hand and the wonder of a new birth, the wonder of a little man with hands and feet and, and voice. Well, maybe he wasn't that romantic. Maybe getting up at night with that crying baby in the dirty diapers, whatever it was, he decided at that point to walk with God. Here's the point. There are windows, visitations, that God will come to us and they can be turning points when they're first you trust God. They can be turning points so that your walk becomes deeper with God. Sometimes it is a horrible crisis. Milo Sukroff was, I was talking with Milo and he early in his life, in his early 20s, he lost a child, a daughter. Now, later on, he lost a son in the fire. But when he lost this daughter, he held her in his arms. And, and all of a sudden, everything that he had heard about God, heard about Jesus, others had witnessed to him, it sort of came together. And he realized the transitory nature of life, that life is quick, it's over. And he said, in that moment, he decided I'm going to follow God. So it can be a crisis that pushes you to a place where you say, this old world ain't my home. It can be a crisis that causes you to say, I'm going to lean on the everlasting arms. I'm going to live for the one who loves me. But there has to be a time, there has to be a moment, there has to be an hour where you simply say, I'm going to do it. Now, you can't do it in your own strength. Already you've failed in some of your good new, good year, new year's resolutions, right? And, and it won't go long before you mess up on them. So it, it can't be done in our strength. But the grace of God, the fellowship of the saints, the presence of God, I am sure Enoch was tempted again and again. It's hard to walk with God because you walk against the tide. But there was a decision he made. I want you to look very carefully throughout this year for moments that God is going to visit you and ask you to believe and trust him. It's gonna be a juncture where you'll have to walk on water, where you'll have to have a miracle to go on. 
But in that moment, if you believe, if you'll trust, God will help you. And he'll even give you the faith that you need to believe as you feast and feed on his word. It becomes a means of strength to your soul. Not only was there a decision, but when you walk with God, guess what? There is a direction. You can't say, okay, God, you're going that way, I'm going this way. God, you're going north, I'm going south. No, when you walk with God, you're going in his direction. You're going to walk with him. There is a direction to your life. There is a meaning, a purpose. There's rhyme and there's reason. You've chosen that road that most often is not chosen. That's, uh, that's what happens in the life of a believer. When you choose to go that direction, instead of a troublemaker, you're a peacemaker. <laughs> instead of a gossip, you're, you're a prayer warrior. Instead of self-centered, you are absolutely god centered you listen to his word you listen to his voice and you hear him say this is the way son walk in it amos said do two walk together unless they have agreed to do so so when you walk with god it can happen at a crisis moment at a blessing when you walk with god you have direction to your life you're not floating through life when you walk with god there's a destination. I love this. Message translation. By an act of faith, Enoch skipped death completely. Now, could you picture that? Enoch was supposed to preach today. Where is he? Where did it go? They had to get a search party to look for him. They couldn't find him. God just took him. One day he was walking with God, and they were so used to walking together. Uh, God said to Enoch, Enoch, uh, today, why don't you come home with me? And he just walked into the presence of God. To the believer, to the believer, when you walk with God, you don't look at death the same way unbelievers do. You realize, that's my destination, heaven, eternity. When you walk with God, his presence is your comfort and your consolation. You realize that your destiny is heaven, and your life is lived very, very differently. See, faith causes you to hold on to this world very loosely, and it tightens your grip. And there's this magnetism in your soul for that heavenly city whose builder and maker is the Lord. For the believer, he finds favor with God through that sacrifice on the cross. Jesus Christ. For the believer, for the Christian, he sees death different because, oh death, where is thy sting? How the stinger was left in the cross. And there is this confidence that we have to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And we are free, free, free to live in this world in the way God meant us to live. And we are just journeying to paradise. 
That's all the time we have for today's edition of Building in Faith with Pastor Ed Jones of Faith Assembly in Poughkeepsie, New York. There's more to come from Pastor Ed's teaching series entitled Faith. We encourage you to download today's message again to review. Simply log on to buildinginfaithradio.com and select today's date from the Building in Faith media player. Again, that's buildinginfaithradio.com. Maybe today's message brought a family member or friend to mind. You can share today's message via Facebook and Twitter by simply logging on to buildinginfaithradio.com and clicking on today's date. There, you'll find all the options to share. Now, we'd like to invite you to join us at Faith Assembly for worship on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. or on Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. For driving directions and more information, log on to buildinginfaithradio.com and follow the link to Faith Assembly. Or feel free to give us a call at 845-462-5955. That's 845-462-5955. Well, that's all the time we have for today. You've been listening to Building in Faith with Dr. Ed Jones. We invite you to join Pastor Ed as he continues teaching through the Word of God right here on Building in Faith. Your Word restores and heals.